Okay, good afternoon, everybody. Today's daf is Ksubas daf Tesvav. We left off on daf, well, the daf we're learning today is Ksubas daf Tesvav. We left off on daf Yud Dalit Ambez. We left off after the Mishnah, but we will backtrack to the Mishnah. Today's share is sponsored by Dr. David Landor, in honor of his wife and children, and Li'ili Nishmas, his mother, Golda Bas Simcha Allah Shalom, Nisham Shavna Aliyah, and we wish a profound sense of Nechama to the entire Landerer family. Also uh, sponsored by the SeferTorah.com, the background of which is a drive to write a Sefer Torah, Lezecher Nishmas from Meir Zlotowitz. All of us who learned Avyomi and probably everyone in Klal Yisrael has benefited from Art Scroll, whether from an Art Scroll Sitter, Machsa, or the Art Scroll Gemara, which we all know was introduced by Rav Meir with the encouragement of his Rabbi Rav David Feinstein Zatzal, one of Rav David's dreams before he passed away was to write a Sefer Torah, the Zecher Nishmas from Meir, and now we all have the opportunity to share in that dream the SeferTorah.com. Everyone's encouraged to participate. So uh, so we are holding, as I said, we're going to pick up from the Mishnah, Andaf Yudalad Ambez, and the Mishnah is going to talk about whether we rely on a rove for a woman who was Ne'enas by a Mayan, and we don't know who the man was that was Ma'anes, or whether it's someone that would make her Pasal or someone that would not make her Pasal and the Gemara is going to discuss that when it comes to Yichus, we actually don't, a single rove is not enough. We actually need Trey Ruby. We need a double rove in order to say that she's Kasha Lukuna. And that's going to lead the Gemara into a discussion of rove called the Parish Meruba Parish, cases of Teisha Chanuyos, called Kavua Kemechzal Mechzadami, which is an unusual halacha that even though statistically it's a rove, but a halachically review it as if something is 50 50 because it's in a Makum Kavua, the Gemara is going to give three. Three possibilities of where in Shas we see the rule of Kal Kavua Kamech Tzal Nachzadami, and then it's going to start discussing where in Tanakh, where from the, the or where in the Torah rather we find Kal Kavua Kamech Tzal Nachzadami. It seems like a Dindaraisa. So where is it in the Torah? Then the Gemara is going to discuss the status of an abandoned baby. Do you assume that the baby is Jewish? That the baby is not Jewish? We look at different halachos as far as supporting him, as far as his yichus, um, as far as the Fakeh Chalavas Agal to be Mechal Shabbos in order to save his life, and a lot of that is going to have to do with roves as well. So a very exciting uh, topic in today's daf. So let's begin with the Mishnah. There was a young girl that went to uh, fill up water from a Mayan, Vinensa, and she was on Nebuch, she was raped, and we don't know who the Boel was, whether he was someone who was kosher, or someone who would passel her to Kuhuna. So Rabbi Yochum that if most of the men in that city are the kinds of people that would not passel a woman from marrying a Kohen, then this woman is also allowed to marry a Kohen. Uh, if they wouldn't passel her, so we assume that she's in fact uh, that she's in fact kosher to marry uh, to marry a Kohen because we could follow that rove. So the Mishnah seems to tell us that if we don't know whether she was nevelas to a kosher or apostle, you just follow the simple rove, rove of the population of that city. So Amrle Nachman, Rabbi Yochan ben Nuri Damar command. When Rabbi Yochan ben Nuri says you follow the rove, you just look at rove k'sherim. Which of the shitos that we've been discussing the entire time is he following? Meaning we had a shita, uh, we had a machlokas on Yud Gimel Medal between. Rabbi 
Gamaliel and Rabbi Yeshua, whether a woman is ne'emenes, or do we say lo mipia anuchayin, when a woman claims l'kosher nevalti. So ik, Rabbi Gamaliel, if you're following the sheet of Rabbi Gamaliel, afilu bro p'sulin nami machshar, Rabbi Gamaliel always says she's believed, even when it's rov p'sulin. So uh, why does Rabbi Yochum and Nuri require rov k'sherim? You shouldn't even need rov k'sherim. Rabbi Gamaliel says kosher, even when it's rov p'sulin. So Tosus and Dibra Maschil Keman, and the Rishonim say that you have to say that the Gemara is understanding that the Mishnah is talking about a case where the, meaning that our Mishnah is talking about a case where the girl is making a claim, where she's saying, I know who the guy was, and he is a kosher. Otherwise, this is not a, you know, this point that the Gemara is making wouldn't be a valid point, because the Gemara is saying, oh, doesn't Ram Gamliel say that she's always going to be kosher? Yeah, he says she's always going to be kosher when she claims that the guy is kosher. But if in our Mishnah she has no idea who the guy was, she, she was just attacked in the middle of the night, and she has no idea who the guy was. So then you can understand that maybe she's going to need a rove. So that's what Tosis makes the point, that it must be the Gemara is assuming that in the case of our Mishnah, she knew who the guy was. She claims to know who the guy was, and she claims to know that he, in fact, was an Adam Kasher. And if you're going to assume, like Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua says, even if it's a case of Rav Kesherim, so Rav Kesherim is not going to help you. So when is it, according to whom is it ever going to depend on what the rove is? According to Gamliel, it doesn't matter what the rove is, she's always Nehmenes. According to Rishua, it doesn't matter what the rove is, she's always not Nehmenes. So when does it ever matter what the rove is? So that really the mission is following Rabbi Yeshua. And a rove does not help. She's really, uh, with a single, with a rove, she would still be puzzled. But over here, it's not just that there's a rove, there's a double rove over here. The Kronos Shotzipuri Hayamaisa. The story happened in the Kronos Shotzipuri on the day of the Yom Ashok of Tzipuri, where people, caravans, were coming from all over the place. The Rashash says that he dafka picks the city of Tzipuri because that's where Rabbi Yossi lived. But you know, so I, you know, I would say the Kronos shall uh, whatever shall the five towns, or you know, but it doesn't matter. It's just a matter of uh, that's just his reference point. It doesn't matter what city it is. It's not something about Tzipuri. But the point is that it was in on a day where there were a lot of travelers from the outside. So. There was a significant group of kosher people that were traveling there that day. So you have two robes: robe of the people that actually live in the city are kshirim, plus robe of the travelers to town are also kshirim, and therefore you can rely on that on that double uh, double robe to be machsher. Even Rabbi Yeshua, even Rabbi Yeshua, who would normally say would rely on a double robe. So that did that we have two robes. That follows Rabbi. That if a woman is nevelas in the wagons, she's kosher to kuhuna. So says What? It matters if she has bia in the wagons. So ella nevelas bishas kronos. No, 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 it doesn't mean in the wagons. It means at a time that there are a lot of wagons coming through town, that there are a lot of people traveling through town. Then kshirulakuna, she's going to be kosher lakuna because we have a double a double rove. Aval but if a person, one of the members of the city of Tzipori, came and was Boel, meaning we know that the, the, the Boel was a, a native, a, a citizen of Tzipori and was 
not one of the visitors to town, so we cannot rely on the rove of the of the visitors. So you only have one rove, then a Vlad Shtuki. Then the Vlad is going to be a Shtuki, is going to be possibly Drabanan, like a Shtuki is possibly Drabanan. Meaning it could be on the Daraisa level, you only need one rove. But Midrabanan, uh, we require two roves. And if you know that the guy who had, uh, who had, who had taken advantage of her was a, uh, was a resident of the town, you only have one rove. And that is that rove residents of the town are, uh, that rove residents of the town are, uh, are kshavim. So the, this din that you need two roves, says that it was said in the name of Rabbi Chanina, that comes to Yichos, we follow the rove of the people of the city, but not the rove of travelers. So it says, If you're going to follow any rove, it would be the rove of travelers, meaning there is a rule that called Kavua, so rove of the members of the city, are the members of the city are home, they're not moving anywhere. So if anything, we should not follow that rove, because they're Kavua, and that should be considered like a 50-50. If you're going to follow one rove and not the other, it should be the rove of the people who are traveling, because they are parish, and we say called the parish Miruba parish. Ella, no, what, what Rabbi Chanina meant to say is, We only follow Rov if there's also Rov travelers together with it, meaning you need Trey Ruby. We do not just simply follow the Rov nor do you follow the Rov the Rov of the travelers. Now, to tell me that you don't follow the Rov of the ear, that's um, very mistaver because you would think, though, that you would follow Rov Sia, that you would follow Rov of the Travelers, because that's called the Parish Miruba Parish. So, my time, why can't I follow Rov Travelers? Because if you follow Rov Travelers, you might come to follow Rov of the uh, Rov of the people who dwell in the city alone. Meaning, if you're going to follow one Rov, and uh, the Rov Travelers is going to be enough of a Rov for you, then Rov of the uh, Anshea Ear will also be on its own enough of a Rov for you, and therefore you're going to come to uh, you're going to come to 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 rely on what should have been a Kol Kavua Rov Ear Nami called the Parish Meru Parish says well, well not every time. The uh, the Boel comes from the city. Do we say Kol If he left his home in order to be Boel her, then it's called the Parish Parish even within Rovir. Meaning Rovsia is always called the Parish Parish. But even Rovir half the time is called the Parish Parish. If he if, if if she didn't come to his house, he came to her house. So says Malotricha, this Gezeira, not to rely on Rovsia on account of Rovair, is the Kaza Ihi Ligabayu, is a case where the woman went to the man, Dabale Kavua, where then the man is Kavua, and therefore it's Kamechsal Mechsa. So Rabzeira, Kol Kavua, Kamechsal Mechsa Dami, that any time you have a case of Kavua, any time people are stationed in place, that's considered to be Kamechsal Mechsa Dami, that's considered to be a 50 50 suffix. So, uh, so you don't follow that rove, it's considered as if it's Mechsal Mechsa. So therefore, if the woman went to the Anshea ear, into their house, into the man's house, that's the Makam Kavua, then you're not going to follow the rove. It's considered as if it's Mechzik Sheir Mechzik So therefore, the Chum made a Gzeira never to follow the rove ear, even if the Babel went to the woman, went to the woman. And not only that, they made a Gzeira on top of that, not to follow rove Sia, because then you might come to follow rove ear. The Ritva points out that this smacks of Gzeira the Gzeira. Why can't I follow rove ear? Because you might come to then follow it even if she went to him. So you can't follow Rovir even when he went to her. Why can't I follow Rovsia? Because then you might come to follow Rovir also. So it's a Gzeira, the 
gzeira, but he says kulachad gzeira and the iloha lo kaimaha. Whatever we normally answer when we have kashas of gzeira lo gzeira, that uh, the two gzeiras cannot exist without each other. But a very important yisod that emerges over here is kol kavua kemechsal mechzadamina. Whenever something is kavua, we treat it mechsal mechzad. There is a fascinating kasha that Rav Chanan asks in Kovit Shurim in Osman. He says, how can you say that you follow rov whenever it's called the parish meruba parish? What's a classic example of rov of called the parish meruba parish? We're going to have later in the daf. You have teisha chanuyos that sell basar shchuta and achas is mocharis basar nevela, or vice versa. Let's say teisha that sell basar nevela and one sells basar shchuta. So uh, so so uh, so in terms of, uh, of so, so if, and you find a piece of meat on the street. So you say that uh, that comes from the rov and 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 called the parish meruba parish. Asks Rav Chanan, how could you follow the rov called the parish meruba parish, even though the chaticha you found on the on, on the street was on the street and wasn't in its original location? But all the other chatichos are back uh, are are in the store. Meaning, you go into the stores and the shelves are full. Meaning that, that everything else is kavua. So you want to know where it was parish from? Meruba parish, but 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 it, it wasn't it, it wasn't parish from a rove. It was parish from that which is kavua and has a din of mechzal mechza. Meaning everything that's in the store is still has a din of mechzal mechza, regardless of the ratio. So don't tell me it was meruba parish. It's really me mechzal mechza parish. So how does called parish meruba parish? ever work, asks Rav Chanan. So he said he asked Rav Chaim, and Rav Chanan said that uh, Rav Chaim agreed to the following answer that he uh, that he heard from a different Chacham, that the din of kol kavot dummy does not mean that there is no rov. It means that there's no halacha of rov, meaning it doesn't deny the mitzivs of a rov. So you could still say kol because there is, in fact, a rov. It's just that halachically it doesn't have the status of a, of a rov. And therefore, when it comes to kol kavot, we say halachically it's not a rove. But when it comes to called the parish, the reality is, the metzius is, that it came from a rove. Okay, so says Gemara, me being a tray ruby, do we really find that you require two roves, that a single rove is not good enough? But I'll quote you the famous price. If you have ten stores, nine of them sell shechted meat, kosher meat, and one sells non-kosher meat. One sells basar nevela. Is a question that uh, one of the acronym deals with. Is uh, why is it that, that whenever the price has to come up with an example of rove, it's always a nine-to-one ratio? How often is a rove a nine-to-one ratio? Meaning it, it could have been a two-to-one ratio. Why is it always given teisha chanuyos? But uh, that's the example the price gives. And you purchase meat from one of the stores. You were sleepwalking. You don't know which store you went into and you bought meat from. So sveiko asur. The halach is that misafik we view it like a fifty-fifty. It's a safik daraisa lechumra. See, even though most of the stores are selling kosher meat, but it's not most. It's considered kol kavod. It's kemechzal mechzadami. But But if you find a piece of meat on the street somewhere, then halachachar rov. Then you follow the rov. Vechitema b'sheim dalasos medina nuulos dekasi leirub me'alma. So says Mar, maybe you're going to try to answer me. Meaning the the point is that we follow a single rove over there. It's not a double rove, and we're willing to follow a rove called the parish meruba parish by the by the teisha chanuyos. So maybe you're going to try to answer me that even in the brice of teisha chanuyos, sometimes there is a double rove because it's b'shein dalsos medina neulos. There are a lot of people traveling through town to kasi de ruba me'alma, where there's a lot of meat that comes from outside of the town. There's a lot of meat that's coming passing through town as well, and maybe that's the double rove rove of the meat in the town is. 
kosher. Rov and the meat passing through the town is kosher. But Vam Rabbi Zera Alpha Bishosim Dinan Ulovs. But Rabbi Zera said that's not the case. The case is that uh, that even if uh, the Dvasos Medinan Ulovs, there there are no travelers through town. There's no meat coming into the town. All the meat starts in this town, so it's only a single rove. So why is it that you're telling me that we need two roves? So says Gemara, very big isod Mala Asubiyuchsin. It's a chumrah when it comes to Yichus. That ain't a chinami. Midaraisi only need one rove, but a special chumrah that we have and when it comes to Yichus in order to be machshir and isha lekuhuna, we need a double rove. And this is what we started talking about yesterday with that story with Rabbi Reisman. That Rabbi Reisman said a girl knocked on his door one day and she said, "I'm not telling you my name, but I found I just found out that my mother was adopted." And I called up my grandparents. They told me that it's true that she was adopted, and that the only evidence that they have that she was Jewish is uh, that there was uh, some Jewish agency in Connecticut that claims that uh, she was a Jewish baby, and there was no gayrus, no nothing. So she wanted to know: Is she Jewish? So the even though rove of the babies in the Jewish agency are Jewish, it's only a single rove. It's not a double rove. And by yichus, you need a double rove. So Rabbi Reisman said he went to Rav Yashiv. Rav Yashiv was a hundred years old at the time. He went with Rav Afrati to Rav Yashiv, and he asked Rav Yashiv, and Rav Yashiv said, "Hire a lawyer and uh, try to f- find, you know, get get into the the town's uh, records and get the paperwork and find out who the mother really is, and you could be mevara the the matter, and and then after that come back to me." So Reisman said, Rav Yashiv was, had just turned a hundred years old at the time that he told him, "Come back to me after you hire a lawyer." He said, "I didn't know if I was going to have a chance to come back to him. He was over a hundred years old already. Who knew?" We, you know, uh, we, we hoped we'd have him forever, but nobody lives forever. And he said he talked and never was able to come back to him. But uh, but but he ended up uh, ended up having room to be made for other reasons. But he said he later saw that the stipler in Karina de Igrisa has the same exact shayla. And I just saw it today in the Penini Alacha section, in the back of the Masifta, they quote this stipler. But it wasn't a shayla about a girl in Connecticut. The stipler had a shayla where before the war, before the Holocaust, a Jewish family dropped off a child at a non-Jewish neighbor, which happened to thousands of children and the non-Jewish neighbor protected that child throughout the war and then after the war they gave him back which didn't happen as much as it should have that they gave him back so they gave the, this, this, this girl back and the girl was raised in Jewish schools and everything else and she made her way to her soul. She was raising from schools, but now they, they don't know. How do you know that she's really Jewish? How do you know that she's not? She wasn't from that non-Jewish family. So do you have a double rove? L'chari, you don't. You have a single rove, and that is that rove of the children that were dropped off, that that are given up by non-Jewish families immediately after World War II were probably uh, you know coming from Jewish families because non-Jewish families don't just give up their own children, right? So most of the children that they're giving up are uh, are, are the Jewish children that were given to them. So. Yashiv has a whole discussion about this uh, about this issue in his Tshuvah and again at the end of the day he's Mekel because he considers it to be a significant Shasadcha because it would be Nogea to so many uh, so many people. Rabbi Reisman said that the impression that he got was that Rabbi Yashiv was of course going to be Mekel. If he was going to be Machmer he would have told him to hire a lawyer and then come back. Why did he tell him to come back? <laughs> because he was going to be Mekel when he, come, when he came back if he was unsuccessful in being Mevarit. But, uh, but anyway so that, that's, that's a situation of a uh, where 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 you should need you should need a uh, a double a double rove. That was my brother had a situation where Nebuch there was a girl that was uh, in Gan Saker in Israel and uh, she was attacked at night and she was raped and they never caught the perpetrator. So they didn't know if it was uh, someone who was a apostle or someone who was a kasher. So he sent the shayla to various gedolim to Rav Asher Weiss and to Rav Shechter and to Rav Zalman Goldberg's and to to many many uh, gedolei harabanim. 
and uh, you know the shaila is: Do you have a double rov? You have rov of Gan Saker and rov of Toshvi Yerushalayim that pass through Gan Saker. Is that enough to have a double rov that rov are uh, that that rov are kasher? So this was part of the major machlokas of Rav Weiss and Rav Shechter in general about whether, as my brother puts it, whether rov is a halaga rov or it's just another word for statistics. Meaning, uh, Rav Shechter said that you, it, it's not a halaga rov. Rov is a you know even double rov means you need a significant statistic. Uh, uh, thing in your favor and the statistics you have to go to the police department and if you ask them statistically how many what percentage of rapists are kashalukuna probably a very low percentage most of the rapists in uh, in, in, in in Israel are probably you know are probably not people who are Masi and Lakuna whether it be Arabs or whatever uh, so uh, so that so it, there's no Halagarov you have uh, you have to look at the statistics whereas Rav Hashuai said no no there's a Halagarov that uh, rove of the people that walk through Gansakar and rove of, so you can you can put together perhaps a double rove to be uh, to be Machshir Lakuna fascinating but terribly terribly sad uh, situation so uh, so anyway so says the Gemara now, Gufa, Amr Abzer, Kol Kavua, Kamechsal, Mechsadami, Bein Lukula, Bein Lukhumu. We said that Kol Kavua is Kamechsal, Mechsadami. Whenever you have a situation Kavua, it's always viewed as if it's 50 50, and that's true both Lukula and Lukhumra. So, first the Gemara wants to know, where do we get that? Rabbi Zerah didn't make it up. So, where in, in Tanoim do we find it? We know that Rabbi Zerah, where did Rabbi Zerah find this in Tanoim? Ilema, if he found it from the Bryce of Teshkunis, Kumachs, Nevela, 10 stores, 9 of them sell kosher meat, and 1 of them sells non-kosher meat and you purchase from one of them and you don't know which one you purchase from speko aser we treat it as a suffix that it's aser because it's kol kavua it's 50-50 and even though most of them sell basar shkuta we treat it like 50-50 so it's suffix daraisa l'chumra buru benimtza halachachar rov but when uh, when you find the meat we would follow the rov because then it's called the parish well is that really a good enough source that tells me kol kavua kemetza al-metza hasam l'chumra that just tells me that we're mach for Kol Kavua Does that even mean that I would be Mekil for Kol Kavua Let's say the rove were pointing in the other direction. Would I be Mekil to say, no, it's really just a 50-50? Ella, no, the real Raya is by suffix relating to Tumas Sheretz, the Torah tells us that there are Shmona Shratzim that are Metame uh, when they die. They're Metame Adam Vekelim. And, uh, and, and, and one of those Shmona Shratzim is not a Tzvardeya. So let's say you have nine svar, dead Tzvardim. So dead Tzvardim are not Metame with Tumas Sheretz. Visheretz But then you have one actual Sheretz that's Metame Tumas Nevela. It's Metame when it's dead. And you touched one of of these dead creatures, but you do not know which one you you, you touched. Sveikotame. Then the halacha is that even though most of them are tzvardim, which are not metame, misafik, we're going to say that you're tame. Ah, oh, so you see, kol kavua kamechsal mechsadami. That since it's kavua, we treat it like a regular suffik, and we don't say that rov, you're okay. So says Marno, hasam nami lechumra. But that's also a situation where it's lechumra. The lechumra we say we say it's kol kavua kamechsal Where do I see that? You ever say such a thing? Lekula ela mitisha shratim. No, it's from the, the next case, where you have nine shratzim and one svardeya beinehem. So the rove points you in the direction of Tumah. And you touched one of them, but you don't know which one you touched. So if it's in a Rosh Hashayach, you have to assume that it's a 50-50 suffix and we're machmir. But the 
halach is whenever you have a Savik Tumma Bersha Sarabim, the halach is Tahar. So we're willing to be makil that this is called a 50 50 Safik, even though statistically it's a 90 10 in favor of Tumma. And we're saying that since it's a Savik Tumma Bersha Sarabim, it's Tahar. So there you see, Kal is not only a Chumrah, it's even a Kula. So it says Mara, wonderful. That's where we find it in Mishnayas or Brysus. But Umidaraisa Minalan, where do I find in the Torah that we say Kal so the Gemara brings a, a brisa that darshan's a pasuk about a murderer that from the mashmos of the drasha we're going to see kol kavua kmechzal nechza. There is a machlokas mesechsa and hedrim between Rabbi Shimon and the Rabbanan about a person who intends to kill Ruvain and he kills Shimon. Whereas Rabbi Shimon says he's patu, the Rabbanan says he's going to be chayiv for murder, meaning he wanted to kill and he killed. He just didn't kill the guy that he wanted to kill. So the Gemara there says, how does Rabbi Shimon know that if you're miskavin laharagazev? that you're potter. So now we're picking up that conversation mid-conversation. How do I know that if you intend to kill Reuven and you kill Shimon, that you're potter? Because Omar Kra, because the Pasuk says, the Pasuk actually says, if someone dislikes somebody else, <coughs> enough to murder him. And therefore, Va'aravlo, he lies in ambush and he attacks him. V'yikon nefesh from mace, the pasuk continues, and he murders him. Ar-mel, and then he runs to an ear miklat. So, L'chorah, it's difficult. Why does it have to say Va'aravlo? It should have just said, um, he, a guy hates another guy and he kills him. Why does it have to say he lies in ambush against him? So, Rabbi Shimon says, oh, you see from there, Ad lo, that he's only going to be chayiv if there was a plan to kill this person, the one he actually killed. If he planned to kill someone else, he's going to be potter. For Rabbanon, the Rabbanon disagree with Rabbi Shimon and say that you chayiv misa even if you intended to kill somebody else. Amri debe Rabbi Yanai prat lezorik eben lego. The Rabbanon will say that from the phrase va'arav lo, we just learned to exclude a case of throwing a stone into a group of people where there are both Jews and non-Jews and you wanted to kill uh, one of them that you'd be potter for because you were not miscaving to kill a, a Jewish person. So the Gemara says, oh, so you see from the Rabbanon's shita that kol kavuach mechzal mechzah. How so? Hey, Chidami, what exactly was the case of the group of people that you threw a rock into? If it was nine non-Jews and one Jew among them, so why do I need a pasuk to tell me that you're potter when you throw a rock into such a group? Typically, anyway, it's rov kananim, so you let you be able to follow the rov, and in kalatarukula we follow the rov. So that's like intending to kill a guy and killing a Jew where you're going to be patu l'kuli alma. Inami, palgo palga, and even if it's 50-50, it's half Jews and half Kananim, still why do I need a pasuk to tell me that you're patr? Safik nefashos lahakel. If the shayla is, are you going to be mechaiv misa, the person who did this crime, that's safik nefashos. Safik nefashos remekel. We don't know. We're not mechaiv misa misafik. So lo tzricha, the case must have been di'ikatishu Yisraelim kanani yachim b'nehem, that there were nine Jews and one Kanani without uh, among them and without the pasuk i would have said follow the rove and that's considered as if you intended to kill a jew and you killed another jew and therefore you're going to be chayef but the torah is mechadesh that we don't follow the rove why not we don't follow the rov in this situation because it's a case of kavua, and whenever you have a case of kavua, we always say kol kavua That's the makor minatora for kol kavua al So uh, 
the uh, Tosos raises a question that according to Rabbi Shimon that we don't darshan from this pasuk about the Zorik Evan Lego. Rabbi Shimon darshan from this pasuk Adji Eskavinlo. Where does he learn Meaning this whole limud is only within the sheet of the Rabbanan who have a different limud from the pasuk of Arvelov Kamalav, and they think it's about throwing a rock into a crowd of people. But Rabbi Shimon doesn't hold it's about throwing a rock into a crowd of people. So where is he going to know So all the Rishonim try that, their hand at uh, figuring out where Rabbi Shimon was going to learn it from. There is a fascinating discussion about called the Parish Meruba Parish, um, and that is ha- ha- how do we define rove? The Gemara always gives the example of Teisha Chanuyos and you know nine stores in one store. Let's say there are nine stores in one store, but that one store is bigger than all the other nine stores put together. Meaning you have you have nine uh, little man pa shops, and then you have one massive supermarket, right? You have a massive store, or let's say uh, you know it's in a from neighborhood. Let's say so. Let's say for example uh, in Kew Gardens Hills. Let's say there are a whole bunch of uh, trefa trefa stores. Let's imagine, right? And they're all selling meat to whatever. But it's Yontif time. All the meat that's being sold in QR Hills Yontif time is coming from the kosher stores, right? So, so it's obvious. So they, they might be in the minority of numbers, but uh, of stores. But the, the amount of meat that, that they have is way, way more than whatever's coming from. So do we look statistically? So this is part of that question. Is it a Heligarov or is it statistical? What do you, you know, of, of whether we follow Rov or not? So the Pisgah Chuba quotes from a base of Ryan, that if you have one store uh, that sells Nevela more than all the other nine stores that sell kosher, do you follow the Rov of the Chanuyos or the Rov Basar? He says, Yesh uh, lohakel that, uh, that, 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 uh, that, that anytime, uh, if, if, if each store only sells one animal or two animals, I don't care how much they have in stock. Meaning, because the suffix is about uh, meat that was sold, obviously. It's called the Parish Mirubar, which was out on the street. So if all the stores are selling the same amount of meat uh, per day, so that day each store sold one animal, so then obviously you'd follow the Chanuyos. But uh, regardless of how much stock they have. But if one store is selling much, much more, like it's Yantif time, so uh, Aaron's Casino Farms is selling uh, way more meat than uh, whatever Trefa store may be uh, across the street. So if it's, uh, you know, in such... In such a situation, so then you would take a follow the, the you would follow the statistical road. So uh, the 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 disagrees though. He says. But Pashtos, the Gemara never says that. The Gemara never makes it. The Gemara always talks about Teisha Chanuyos. Why doesn't it say? But if one of the stores is bigger, the fact the fact that the Gemara is shosek from saying anything about the size of the stores and how much they're selling tells you that it doesn't really matter. Chachmas Adam writes that we follow Rova the Basar, not Rova the Chanuyos, and he says that in the Chavaz Das he says that we follow Rova the Chanuyos, Rova the stores, and the Chavaz Das is right is from a fascinating uh, raya in Bab the, if a person finds an Aveda in the city that's Rov Yisrael, you're Chayiv Lachras, you have to announce. So, Lechora, uh, why? The Miut Nachri might be uh, a much richer people than the Israelim that live there, meaning you find something valuable. So, it could be most valuables are owned by Goyim, uh, because it could be that the Nachrim in that city are much wealthier. So, why would you follow Rov of the residents of the city? You should follow Rov of the, of the wealth of the city. Elamai, you don't because the, the rove is that you follow the residents. Over here also, I don't care how much meat is coming out of the stores, you follow the rove of the stores. So Chacham Asadim says it's not a real raya because by an Aveda, the nidon is who lost the kesef. 
who are the people that lost the kesef? Who is the person that lost the money? So then you follow the, the people. So there are most people. Over here, it's not, I don't care who, which store it was. The needle was not about the store. The needle was about the meat. Is the meat kosher? So then you're going to follow rove of the meat. So the, the Chai Adam writes, Chachmas Adam says that he met the Chavaz Das and he, and he told him his, uh, his raya, uh, the, 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 he told him how he shlugged up the Chavaz Das' raya. He told the Chavaz Das, he says, I saw the Heluk Chavaz Das, and I told him my, my rejection of his raya. Vishasakli, and he was quiet. So I never know what to do with that. <laughs> What's Vishasakli? Is that Shtika Koda? Is that Shtika leave me alone? Is that, you know, you never know what Vishasakli uh, really, really means. But that's, a, that's, a, that's what he reports. Okay, so now says the Gemara, Itmar, Rabchi Amrav, Halacha Krabiosi, that we follow Rabiosi, that uh, if the woman, the girl, Nebuch, got raped and uh, rove at the city are kosher, so you could assume that she's kosher lakuna. Rabchan Barava Amrav, Hora Shahaisa, that that which Rabiosi paskin with even only just one rove to be machshir, that was our rasha. Normally you would need two roves. So must Rabbi Yirmiya of Yilson Lobim and Trey Ruby? Wait, the, the, the Rabbi Yirmiya challenges that uh, Rabbi Chia Bar Ashi is just saying straight halacha krabiosi, which makes it sound like you only need one rove, really. So is that true? By Yilson, you don't need two roves? But don't we have a Mishnah, our Mishnah, the Matzabah, Tinok Mushlach? If you find in the city of Yisrael and of Chavim, that you know, city that has both Jewish and non Jewish residents, of the city, you find a bit an abandoned baby. If yeah, most of the residents of the city are non-Jews, then you assume the baby's a non-Jew. If most of the residents of the cities are Jews, then you assume the baby is a Jew. If it's 50-50 Jews and non-Jews, then you assume the baby is Israel. That's only true that you consider that if Rova the city are Jews, you, you, you treat the kid like a Jew, that's only to, uh, to, to, to provide him parnasa to support the kid. Um, but Avaliyuchsin, but when it comes to, uh, to, to his yichos love, we're not going to treat him like a Jew. And therefore, if it's a Nekeva, she's a surah Kohen. And even though there's a Rov Yisrael, and normally we follow Rov, but this is a yichos matter. And when it comes to yichos, you need a double Rov. Ushmol Amar, Shmuel says that when we say that if Rov Yisraelim, he's a Yisrael, it's even the fakeh hagal. It's even if it means being mechal Shabbos in order to save his life, you're allowed to do that because ain't holchim bibikoch nefesh achar rov. So you're allowed to be mefakeh halavas hagal on Shabbos. So you see from Rav that we do not rely on a single rov for for yichos purposes. You need a double rov. So how can you just paskin alach kraviosi that a single rov is enough? So yishtamite haldam Rabbi Domerav that he must have forgotten. Rabbi Yirmiya must have forgotten that which Rabbi Domerav said that bekron shel tzibari avemaisa that. The case of Rabbi Yossi was not a single rove. It was a double rove. The rove of the people that live in Tzipari and rove of the travelers that were coming through town were all kasher lekuna, and that's why it's a double rove. So the Rav Chanan Barav Amar Hara Shah said, "Yeah, but then why would Rav Chanan Barav say it was only a Hara Shah if there was a double rove? That's the halacha ledoros that you're allowed to follow a double rove. Why would you call that only a Hara Shah? So kasha, huh? he uh, it's, 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 it's going to be a kasha from Rav on the Mishnah of Tinok Mushlach." 
where by Yichus you need a double rove. He's saying that it was a and that normally you, uh, that Ladoros, uh, you don't need a double rove. That it was only a Harashah that he required a double rove, right? If he held that it's uh, that you required a double rove and he said that, that yeah, but that was just a Harashah that you required a double rove, that's against our our uh, Mishnah about Tinok Mushlach, about the abandoned baby, where uh, where it's Ladoros and we still require a double rove. So it says, Lo Masniha. Whoever taught uh, Rab's Rab's statement that it was Hora Shah didn't teach that a mice of Tinokos Bikron Shotsipuri where it was two robes. And therefore he understood that the Mysa was with one robe. And that's where he said that it was Arasha. Meaning it wasn't that Rabbi Yossi required two robes and we said, Oh, but that was just Arasha, normally you only need one robe. No, no, no. It was that Rabbi Yossi only required one robe. And that's what he said. He, he, that was just Arasha. Because really the Doros you need two robes. Just like we find with the Tinok Mushlach, that really you need two robes. So Gufa, so let's talk a little bit about this Tinok Mushlach. Matzah Tinok Mushlach. You find in a city where there are both Jewish and non-Jewish residents. You find an abandoned baby in the city. And you don't know if he's Jewish or not Jewish. Imrov of the Kachavim Ovid Chavim. If most of the people that live in that city are not Jewish, then you assume that he's not Jewish. I just interviewed a guy for Smicha recently, applying to the Y Smicha program, who told me that he was a Tinok Mushlach, tinok mushlach in the Ukraine. He was left on the doorstep of an orphanage. So, uh, so he, when he was three months old or something, three days old, I don't remember, but he was left on the doorstep of, a, of an orphanage. Okay, so so then he's a Tinuk Mushlach. Most of the people in Ukraine are not Jewish, and therefore he had the status of a non-Jew, so that had to be Megayrim. So they did a Giru Katan on him when he was uh, when he was a baby. Because you have to assume, Mavid Chavin, Vim Yisrael, and if most of the people that live in the city, by the way, do you look at most of the people that give up their babies, or most of the people that are in the town? So Pashtas says, you look at most the people that are in the town uh, because it's a rove. But Shachter might say, no, there's no Heilige rove. Statistically, you have to look at most of the, or, or, or for example, how far do you want to take that? Let's say you find a Chinese-looking baby, right? So do you assume most Chinese babies are, but it's, it's in Borough Park. Right, so do you assume most borough parkers are Jewish, or do you assume most Chinese-looking babies are Chinese and uh, are not Jewish? Right, so uh, so is it a Heligarov, or do you uh, you know, or do you do you uh, do, you, do you look at uh, the Matthias? So anyway, so uh, so the Im Rov Yisrael, and if it's Rov Yisrael, Yisrael, you assume he's a Jew. Mechzal Mechzal Yisrael, and if it's fifty-fifty, then you assume he's a Yisrael. We say that uh, if it's Rov Yisrael, he's a Yisrael as far as supporting him. Low, but you would need a double row for Yichus. And Shmuel says to save his life on Shabbos, uh, the Rov Yisrael is enough. Does Shmuel say that only if it's Rov Yisrael you're allowed to be on Even if it's Rov of the Kochavim, you should be allowed to be on Shabbos. Because uh, by Pikoch Nefesh, we don't follow a Rov. Forget about following a double Rov, you don't even follow a single Rov. You're allowed to be for the meat. Eli Yitmar the Shmuel Aresha in Mashmuel was said in the context of the Reisha that in Rov of the Chavim of the Chavim that we said that if Rov of the Chavim then it's over the then the child is a guy. But on Mashmuel l'vakeichol of a segalin okay. But to save his life on Shabbos you would still do even though he's uh, he's he has the status of Novi Chavim because we don't follow Rov when it comes to Pekach Nefesh. In Rov of the Chavim of the Chavim the Mayhilch. So when we say in Rov of the Chavim that he has a din of Novi Chavim, then what does that mean? Like what halach? If you're going to be Mechal Shabbos to save his life, so in what sense do you treat him like an Ovid Chavin? So you can give him non kosher food because he's, he has that as 
from Rav Chavim. In Rav Yisrael Yisrael, the Mayilchsa, when he said that if Rav the city are Jews, he has the status of a Jew. So what's the halach and afkamina for that? Am Rav Papa lahachzelo aveda that uh, you'd have to give him back his aveda where there's no mitzvah v'shavas aveda by a nachri. There is a mitzvah v'shavas aveda for a Yisrael to give back to Yisrael. Now we said, Mechzal, Mechza, if you have a city that's 50-50, 50% Jewish, 50% uh, Nachrim, so Yisrael, then the child has the status of Yisrael. The Mayhil Chasa, the Gabe, what does he have the status of Yisrael? Don't tell me about Machser Aveda, because only Barov Yisrael, he has a status, can you be Machser Aveda? So, uh, so the Gabe, what? When it's Mechzal, Mechza, do does he have the status of Yisrael? So, Meshlakish, Linizakin, when it comes to Alachos of damaging, because if a Shoshal Yisrael gores, a Shoshal of the Chavim, the Yisrael is potter. The Shoshal Yisrael gores the Shoshal Yisrael. Then the Yisrael Chavim is chayiv nezik shalim. Whether it's a short time or whether it's a sharmuad. And the Shoshal Yisrael gores the Shoshal Yisrael acher. So if it's a short time, it's chazi nezik. If it's sharmuad, it's nezik shalim. So so they're very different halachas depending on if the person is Jewish or not. So that's what we're saying that that mechzal mechzal Yisrael and you treat him as if as if he's a Jew. Legabe the halachos of nezik. So hey chidami, what's the mission talking about? That he has a din of Yisrael. Ine medinachi turididon the turididay. If you want to say that one of our oxen, a Jew's ox, gored the ox that belongs to this child who's mechza, who was found in the city of mechzal mechza, and we're saying treat him like a uh, like, like a Jew where you have to pay him. Salemale, I see raya the Yisrael ushkal. Why can't the mazik say, bring me a raya that you're a Jew, and then I'll happily pay? But by dinim mamnus, there's a rule. A motzim mechaver olav raya. We don't follow rov. By inolchin b'mamanacha rov. We say. So let's see. Another case must be the nachi turi diday the turi didan. His ox scored our ox, so he has the advantages of being a, a, a Yisrael. Um, so, uh, so palga mishalim, he only pays chatsi nezek. Uh, he doesn't pay nezek shalim because a short time he only pay chatsi nezek when it's when 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 both sides are Jewish. V'idach palga, as far as the other half nezek, amalu aiti raya delav Yisrael and na ve'etein l'chon. You could bring a raya that I'm not a Jew and then I'll give it to you. Meaning amotzi mechaver alav raya would tell you that he has the status of a Jew in this case because if you. You want to tell me that I owe you Nezek Shalem because this is a case of a Shoshalakum that court Shoshal Israel? Good, bring me a Raya that I'm not a Jew and I'll pay you Nezek Shalem. You won't be able to bring a Raya and therefore you pay Chatzin Nezek. This sugya of Mechzal Mechza and the Safik Yisrael, Safik Nachri, is quoted in the, in the Mishnah Melech in the Parashas Drachim about uh, whether the Avos had a status of Bnei Noach Yisraelim. So he says that they themselves were Masupak, what their status was. And he says, So you're going to ask me, the Mainaf Kamina, who cares uh, how they figured out what to do? He says, no, it's an afkamina for finding a tin of mushlach that's um, in the city, Mechzi Yisrael, Mechzi Nachri. So you have to figure out what would that tinok do about Shabbos? A goisha Shabbos is Chayav Misa. A Jew that's not Shabbos is Chayav Misa. Okay, Hajjun Lech Hashem. Tomorrow we will begin the second parak of Mesech Ksubis. Everyone have a wonderful evening.